And we're back. So, let's go over some Western standings like we should be good. All right. Hold on. Let me just pull them up real quick. After um, that, we have a little graphic we can go over. I sent to Kyle a couple weeks ago. We'll talk about that. So, basically, uh, I'll restart the East one because I only got about halfway. Okay. Cut it off. We only get 30 minutes to record. Just so you guys know, we're not just, like, cutting it off randomly. So let's um, let's talk about playoff East teams first. All right. So right now, the playoff picture would be Knicks versus Nets in the first round. Knicks being the first seed, Nets being the eighth seed. Okay. Heats, Ra- Heat and Raptors. Heats, second seed. Raptors, seventh seed. Wizards, third seed versus the Sixers, who are the sixth seed. And then brother v. brother, Lamelo versus Lonzo. Bulls, four seed. Hornets, five seed. Okay. Out of the playoffs, in the play-in games, would be the Hawks and the Bucks, both first teams last year. And then out of the playoffs, Cavs, 11, Celtics, 12, Pistons, 13, Magic, 14, Pacers, in last place. And so, the 1-6 record at 15. Do you remember a couple seasons ago when Steph and Seth played against each other in the playoffs right. when they played against Portland? And... Um, Dell and whatever their mother's name is. Oh, uh, no, that's Curry's wife. Yeah, uh, wore opposite jerseys. Yeah. That'd be cool if we saw LeVar and his wife, or LeVar and maybe LiAngelo wearing something, if he's not. because no, LiAngelo's technically part of the Hornets, <sighs> technically. Maybe, but, the, but, maybe they'll call him up. If this ends up being the playoff, maybe they'll call okay, him up to go maybe, get his brother. Maybe, maybe. That'd be sick. That might be the first, because... Yeah, because the Pacers are in the East and the, Pel- and the Pelicans. So, yeah, um, I was thinking holidays. the holidays, yeah. But this will be the first, I believe, three brothers in a playoff series if that happens. Yeah, that'd be that'd be crazy. That would be so I just, fun to It's watch. unfortunate because I just don't know if I see – No, they definitely won't end up being those seeds. Hornets will probably draw. Hornets will be a lot lower. And the issue with it is, is Hornets won't make it past the first round. If the Charlotte Hornets make it past the first round, I'd be Charlotte. genuinely surprised. Yeah. So, um, so but – The West – Playoff picture right now, if it ended today, after this last month of basketball, or like... A couple weeks. Yeah. Jazz taking on the Trailblazers. Jazz being the one seed, Trailblazers being the eight seed. Warriors, second seed, taking on the Kings, who are the seventh seed. I love the Sacramento Kings. I want to talk about them in a minute. All right, all right. Nuggets, three. Lakers, six, which would be a crazy series. Okay. And then Mavericks, four, and Timberwolves, five. So the Kings. I am at a really difficult spot with the Kings for their lack of forwards. Yeah, I agree. Looking like my fantasy team out here. It's pretty bad. Um, (laughs) So I guess my thing is they have Reese running some three minutes this season, and he is a very small three. He did some building during the offseason. He realized, he like took into account, he's like, they just dropped another 6-2 guard. I'm going to have to play some three. Yeah, it's yeah. just as simple as it gets. But like, if they play like LeBron. I, mean... I just, he's 6-5 and he's he's not super big. He's, they're all, the issue is, is De'Aaron, Davion, and Reese are all good perimeter defenders. Exactly. Reese is, I loved recent college. He's one of the only college players I've ever watched. Yeah. And recent college, what had a insane turnover to steal ratio. Still, still does. Yeah, 
So I don't know. They're at a really difficult spot where it's like, okay, so all three of these guys have been playing amazing. How are we supposed to trade them? Yeah. And it's difficult. I really feel like I, I truly feel like a Ben Simmons trade to Sacramento would be worth it for like a Tyrese. Yeah, no, if they really want to keep Davion because he's a rookie and it's just kind of odd for guys to trade rookies, and I actually don't even think they can because the 60 day yeah. rule. So, it's kind of odd to trade Reese, too. It like, is, but at the same push, time, it's they just they're not. But they're you really spot. need a bigger guy. Yeah, they're, they're, they're Philly's in a really good spot right now, even without Ben Simmons. Yeah. But it's awkward because they're wasting so much value by not. Moving him anywhere, and uh, yeah, yeah. To finish off the standings in the West, Grizzlies and Suns would be in the play-in game. Grizzlies nine, Suns ten. Correct. Spurs eleven, Clippers twelve, Rockets thirteen, Thunder are fourteen, which probably the worst overall team in the league. I would the agree with that. Pelicans. I actually don't agree with that, and I'll say why in a second. The Pelicans, fifteen. Pelicans are fifteen. They are the tied. For the worst team in the league right now. In their defense, it's basically Brandon Ingram and Jonas Valanciunas. Devontae Graham was there, too. They have... big Hoopers, but... Zion, maybe they've played good teams. I, I don't know. I'll, I'll check. I'll check. Ready? They don't have a lot of defense, though, Zion. That's the issue. That is true. They have. They kind of have Josh Hart just carrying at the forward position. So, so far, the Pelicans, they have played... They lost to the Kings. Okay. They lost to the Knicks. Okay. Lost to the Hawks. Okay. Beat the Timberwolves. Lost to the Timberwolves. <laughs> lost to the Bulls. Yeah. So they're so playing. They, they they're played, playing really middle of the pack teams right now. So lost it, the they kind of don't have a reason to be that low. Oh, no, they should playing teams that are probably around your same skill level. Yeah. You should win at least more than one game. I guess the issue there is with them being so young, they have no vets. At least when they had like JJ Redick, it was like they had something. But at this point, JJ Redick's gone. Eric Bledsoe's gone. They basically only have Jonas Valanciunas, who's like 30 years old and has absolutely zero playoff experience except for when he played in Toronto with DeMar and Kyle Lowry just to get knocked out in the first or second round every single season. Bye. Their dad. Basically, LeBron James, yeah. yeah their dad. Yeah, yeah. LeBronto. That's a demon. Yep. Um, so, yeah, those, those are the standings right now after the first week. I'll probably do that after every month of basketball just because weekly, I mean. Keeps us up to date. Yeah. I mean, if I did it weekly, I feel like it'd get a little old. Yeah. Little stale. Yeah. But new month, standings, those are what it is. Yeah. So I think we're going to put a, another Q&A at the bottom of this pod at the end of this episode. And I want to hear your guys' opinions on maybe getting some guest stars on. And Who I think, you would want to see. Yeah, and we definitely have some fun games like that we could play. I know I've got a league leaders game where yeah. we're going to ask who's leading that category, and you can't look at it. You just have to make a pure, like, pure guess. Right. Um, just so you know, Riley Thomas, do not comment on our podcast. Yeah, we might have to ban you. Thank you. Yeah. Just had to just had to put that in there. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I don't have a ton left that I want to talk about. I thought about bringing up coups, and there's mm-hmm. not a ton to bring up currently. 
because he's not really one of those guys that is making a big push. No. Um, he started off the season very well. I think he slowed down just a little bit, though. Yeah. I, I definitely think that there's way bigger guys on the team making a larger impact. It was it was fun to see, though, at the beginning was. of the year. It was. I got excited, and now it's getting to the Wait, point where I'm like, yeah. Al Horford's a free agent in my fantasy league, and pick him, yeah, pick him up over Kyle Kuzma or Al, Al Horford or... Yeah, no, yeah. see, the funny thing is, all the like graphics of Lakers when they were like, they were losing both, they lost both first games... Um, and then Kuz won, and Caruso won both their first games. So all the graphics saying that the Lakers without Alex Caruso and Kyle Kuzma or yeah. three is like, yeah. bro. Yeah, it was it was pretty funny to see. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so. Yeah. See, there it is, yeah, right there. Yeah. Um. Oh, let's see. Uh, here's a good graphic. I actually want to talk about this. This is more of an all-time graphic, and oh boy. Oh. Okay, I have, I actually have more another all time thing that we have to bring up after this. All right, um, but for the for to start, here's a start bench cut. Oh God, I hate these all time. Twenty seventeen, Russell Westbrook, MVP. All right. Twenty fifteen, unanimous. I'm starting Steph. If it's Steph, it's Steph, it's Steph Curry, Steph. I'm starting Steph Curry. Twenty eleven, youngest MVP. Derrick Rose. See Steph Curry, undeniably. Steph Curry's number one. You have to start him. Unanimous MVP. Now let's talk about Russell Westbrook MVP. Or youngest MVP to ever play the game. Derek Rose or Russell Westbrook. Definitely get a lot of hate for this, whoever I answer with. And I have another one to add in by myself after this. Alright. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in now. Twenty sixteen game winning shot, Kyrie Irving. Because this brings me into the next thing I want to talk about. Alright. Uh I'm gonna have to say I'm starting. I'm starting Curry. I'm gonna say bench Russell Westbrook. Cut Derrick Rose. I love Derrick Rose, but Russell Westbrook averaged a triple double, ladies and I gentlemen. Know, I know, I know. It's just MVP Derrick Rose. I know. A different breed. I know. I I mean I saw watched a lot of the MVP season. I was young, but like mm-hmm. I watched a lot of it. Just watching him go crazy really helped me fall in love with the game of basketball. So yeah. it holds a different kind of meaning for me. Yeah. You're probably right. I probably should go Russell Westbrook, and that's definitely the right answer. But I'm gonna say Derrick okay. Rose just because personal feelings. So now I need to bring in my next point. We didn't get a chance to talk about top seventy-five list last episode. No, we did not. That oh came out gosh. that day. I forgot all about that. We need to talk about it. The White so, needs to be on it. Needs to be. We have to really take into account that although it, it's not skill. It is not a skill-based list. No, not at all. It is a career-based list. And we also need to think about the original 50 and how they had to include that. I know. I so know. players like Hal Greer, Paula Reason, and it's, it's, it's hard know, for but... younger guys like us to look at that and think, how could you put those guys over... Kyrie Irving, or Vince Carter, Vince Carter Dwight Tracy Howard, Grady. Tracy McGrady. It's hard for us to look at it like that, but we have to take into consideration based on their time period. See, you can't, you cannot compare time periods. You can't. It's hard. It, you can't. But Dwight has 
this he has the attributes, he has the so, awards, he has the trophy room, he has all those things. Yeah. I love Dwight Howard. He's one of my favorite players of all time. He needs to be on that list. He is a multi-time defensive player of the year. He is a multi-time all-pro, all-NBA. Yeah. I, rather. He is made an appearance in the finals. He is a multi-time all-star. He has all these things, which some of these players on this top 25 list don't have. He's more qualified than some of these players on the list, time period or not. So there's players like Anthony Davis. Dwight should be over. I would put Dwight Howard over Anthony Davis. He has all Anthony Davis has is was in the race for MVP for a couple of years. Guess who else? Guess who else was in the race for MVP? Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. The only thing that Anthony Davis has is a championship. That's all he has. And Dwight. That's Dwight has one too. Dwight has a championship. He does with the the same team. team. With the same team. With the same team. I mean, yes, it wasn't prime Dwight, but still, he played a huge role for that team. Uh, Yeah. I yeah, think Dwight, Dwight's one of those guys that just gets so much controversy because of who he is. Just what he went through with the Lakers the first yeah, time he was there. I just, with the Rockets, wanting the ball a lot more. So the Lakers with Dwight Howard on their floor this year, like as their starting center this yeah. year, is their most efficient version of their offense. No, I agree. They've he tried they've part. they've tried with DeAndre Jordan, and they tried with AD running the five, and like Melo at the four, LeBron at the three. Melo's going crazy this year. Melo is going crazy. He like fit Mello. right in. He fit I right in. Like Melo, but so let's ha- let's do that graphic that I found the other day right. and sent to you because that that's a good point about me not liking Melo. Um, let's let's pull that up here. Let's pull this, is, this is one of the things we don't agree on. So here's a graphic I found the other day and I sent to Kyle, and in this order, it requires you to list a favorite player of all time. A player you dislike, a player that grew on you, a most overrated player, a most underrated player, and your GOAT. So what we're going to do with this, we're going to do... We're going to go back and forth. Yeah, we're going to go right now. Actually, we'll start with all time, and then we'll go right now. So all time, my favorite player of all time, AI. I didn't see a lot of prime AI, but just like the way he carries himself and just the way he played basketball, I just... I fell in love with this game, to be honest with you. I've seen documentaries. I know a lot about him. Just watching him play, watching his highlight where he crossed up MJ really did it for me, really set in stone. AI is that guy. He is my favorite player of all time. Always has been, always will be. Um, You can go next with your favorite. It's hard for me because he's currently playing in the NBA, but he he is my my favorite player of all time. Which I'll allow. Jimmy Butler. Yeah. On every single team he has been on, he's always made an impact on both ends of the floor. And I hope that people like Jalen Brown get to a point in that career, in their career where they can be. It, he basically does everything that Jimmy Butler does. I just feel like he needs to give more of a – he's kind of giving that Robin vibe to Jason Tatum right now, and I really need, need him to give some more MJ kick than he is some Scotty. And yeah. – um, I'm excited to see what Jalen Brown's going to do, but yeah, Jimmy I have Jimmy as my favorite player of all time. All right. Player I dislike. There is, I can't think of, there's not like let's one. Do, let's do a mixture of current and all time. Yeah. There's not one guy that I, I dislike all time, but if I had to pick one right now, I do not like James Harden. I've already mentioned either. it in the last half, last part, I should say. 
I, which surprises just, me because you like that kind of dirty play style that he has. I know, but it's just he a lot of times back when he was younger, he didn't play defense. I love defense. Most of you guys know my dad. If you're listening to this, Brad Parody, shout out to you. Uh, he's very, I'm very grit and grind type of guy. James Harden is just let me drive to the basket, flop a little bit, get a foul called. I'll shoot 30 foul shots a night. Yeah. I'll score 38 points with 30 of them being foul shots. Yeah. I just don't like that for the game of basketball. Um, barely plays defense when he does. He's decent at it, but he doesn't try. And the way he left Houston, it just makes me so mad. He gained all that weight, just turned his back on that city who cherished him for all those years just yeah. to go ring chase with KD and Kyrie. And Kyrie's not even playing right now. I, I guess my issue with it is – and. I wasn't a huge James Harden fan. I really wasn't. I tried to make every excuse I possibly could to hate him. But the more and more I look at his situation, especially with Houston and the way he plays, he gives a very, not Kobe mindset, but a Kobe style of play in the sense that there's these dark spots in the game. I can't remember what Kobe used to call them, but there's this Kobe quote that, he used to find spots on the court where it was a blind spot for refs so that he could get away with more. Right, which I love Kobe Bryant. I love him to death. That's one of the things I never really liked about his game. Yeah. May he rest in peace, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, that's just, that's one of the things that I, I didn't like, which I mean, kind of piggybacks on to overrated. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people put Kobe too high. They really do. Since I, he's passed away. I had this conversation the other day, and rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Great player. Top 10 player of all time. He's not top three. He's not He's not top five for he's, me. He's he's not better than MJ all time. He's obviously not better than LeBron. He's not better than Kareem all time. And there's some players you could argue that belong in the top five, and I know that we're going to get a lot of hate for this. I know a lot of you guys are going to come at us. For My that. largest issue is how do you consider – the all-time leader in missed shots. Top three. Top three. Which, he shoots a lot and he made a lot, but it's it's hard to put him there, really. He's probably, he's obviously one of the greatest, but he is not top three, no matter what. So, all right. Player I dislike. I'm going to have to go with... If we're talking, if I'm going to do a current one, and I'm going to say Rudy Gobert. We mentioned it earlier. I'm not going to talk on it for too long and not make you listen about all this Rudy Gobert trash again, especially because Kyle loves the Jazz. Love but the jazz. Love, love, love the Jazz. I just – how do you – I his offensive game is so awful. It's so bad. And people, people are going to tell me. They're going to say, okay, so you're a Trey Young fan. How – how can Trey Young do all that on offense and not on defense? And you're not going to say anything about it, but how can Rudy do all this on defense and not all that on offense? And you're going to say something about it. But the thing is people like Trey Young try as possibly hard as they can. And Rudy Gobert has done nothing since he came into the league on offense. Rudy Gobert isn't even a 10 and 10 a night. Rudy Gobert has right. zero double doubles right, right, beca- right. because because right. he scores six points a game 
as the second best player on a team. I do not. I've heard so much about the Jazz being a dark horse this season. They are. They and are. I just, I can't grasp that because Donovan Mitchell is one of Donovan the best playoff performers we've seen in Donovan recently. Donovan Mitchell is a dog. He is an he's, absolute dog. He's literally a 40 to 50 point per game scorer in the playoffs. The thing is him and his surrounding team, Mike Conley gives a good essence there. I just there's not enough to power them past some of these offensive teams. There really isn't. I you think saw with the Clippers last year. I think that Rudy Gobert is another one of those overrated players, and I will yes, I will use him as my dislike and overrated player. I don't understand well, how you make it as an all-star averaging ten points per game. Honestly, I'm gonna go with you saying overrated because you're not gonna say Carmelo, and I love Carmelo more than I love Rudy. So I, I just, because mentioned, just because you no, mentioned it, just because you mentioned it, no, 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 just because you mentioned it, just because you mentioned it. Carmelo Anthony is one of the most overrated players of all time in the NBA. He is. He scores. He scored for a little while. That's it. Carmelo Anthony has, I I guess my thing is, is I really appreciate longevity. And that is not something it, it is. I like old Carmelo. I don't like young Carmelo. I really don't. Carmelo Anthony was a super toxic player to play with. And he probably ruined a lot of guys' careers on those younger teams that he was on. But hear me out. Carmelo Anthony's a hooper. I also think you probably have a soft spot for him because he played with AI in Denver. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a hooper, though. He's a hooper. He's always been an amazing scorer. I... I know he's been a little toxic, but he's grown out of it. He, just the way he, just the way he plays, I love it. I know he doesn't play any defense, and I know I love defense. That makes no sense for me. But just, just Carmelo Anthony, man, uh, I can't not like Carmelo Anthony. So most underrated player, I am not going to be that guy and say Scottie Pippen. Yeah, no. and we've talked about Dame being underrated, and I finally feel like Dame starting, like not starting, but he, I think he's at a good appreciation level yeah, right now. No, I feel fine. like he's, he, he's there was a long time where he wasn't, but if we're talking all time, names like Alex English. Alex English, okay, this is one of the best NBA trivia questions for any of you guys to ask, all right, ask your friends, who is the all-time leading scorer of the 1980s, you would think? Larry Bird, Matt Johnson, Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Michael Jordan, maybe even towards oh, those last. Oh no! Few but guess years. who? Guess who led the league in scoring for two to three years in a row? Alex, Alex English. Yeah, I, that's that's all we really. That's need to say. that's all I need to say. I yeah. think another one of those guys I would put there, just based on all time. I'm gonna throw two names in there. One of them is Charles Barkley, and I think that has a lot to do with purely that. Most of you get your NBA knowledge off of video games like 2K. Yeah. And with people like Reggie Miller and Charles Barkley not being in video games, it's hard for you to get the information. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw out Charles Barkley and I'm going to say like, didn't, doesn't he have an MVP? Yes. I just, (sighs) as a general population, I'm going to say that Charles Barkley is underrated. Underrated. Yeah. I got, a, I got a few names to throw out. Okay. Some of these people might know a couple. 
but I got Cindy Moncrief. Okay, that's a really good Bucks, take. Eighties, sha- uh, uh, shadowed by Showtime Lakers, Bird Celtics. Played with Bird Celtics in that like conference. You have the Knicks who are good in the eighties. You have the Celtics who are good in the eighties. You have the Pistons who are good towards the end of the eighties. The Bulls. Those are basically all people talk about. Cindy Moncrief is just, I don't know. He he was a great defender. He locked people down. He clamped them up. This isn't the one that I'm going for my main pick. My main pick is going to be more personal to me, but David Thompson in the 70s, Skywalker, crazy good, crazy athletic. George Gerving, crazy good, yeah, crazy athletic. Definitely. All these crazy athletic guys get undershadowed because 70s era, a lot of people get undershadowed. Worst it, it comes a lot to do with the fact that people are like, oh, he doesn't have a jump shot. That wasn't a thing. Wasn't like, a thing. like, And 70s, worst era of basketball. Easily. The, by far the worst. Full of drugs. Least viewing, I'm pretty sure, yep. overall. Um, not There wasn't that one team that people could cling on to. Yeah. I think that's what it, what it was. So yeah. it just wasn't that one team. 60s, which which is weird because... We don't want. To we don't want team. that anymore because but, our whole existence, we've seen dynasties, and now right. we want to switch it up. But though they never saw that, so they were like, "I just want one really good team to come in here and just dominate. Yeah. I want to cheer for this one good team." I think another guy, Isaiah Thomas, towards the end of the eighties. Okay, underrated, basically because people hate him. They don't appreciate how good he actually was. That's true because people hate him and they hate that team. I like that take. He was. Very I think good. I think a lot of those Pistons players are really underrated. The whole bad boys. I wouldn't even say just the bad boys. No, because you 2004, have 2004. Yeah, I was gonna say you have Rip Chauncey, uh, Ben Wallace. Ben, um, I love Ben Wallace. Ben Rasheed Wallace. Wallace too. Yeah, like that entire team overall. Grant underrated. Hill. Underrated. Grant Hill. Another. Grant Hill is one of the most underrated players of all time. Also, because he was Before. so injured for right. a good Penny amount Hardaway. of time. But, all those injured guys, yeah. like Tracy McGrady. But the but, thing is, is like people just don't realize how good these guys were when they weren't suffering from these injuries. And it's hard to see like even guys our age that play basketball and stuff like tearing like major ligaments in their body. And it's just it's upsetting because they have the potential to go somewhere. Yeah. But due to injuries, they just can't. Right. And now for my actual pick for my underrated player, Joe Johnson. Johnson. I saw Joe, baby. He is a certified bucket getter. <laughs> He's killing in triple threat right now, which I love watching those games. They're very interesting to see a bunch yep. of old heads yep. going at it. Yep. He is top three in all-time made buzzer beaters. He is one of the most clutch players of all time. He's an amazing scorer. He did great with the Nets. He was basically a bright spot on that Nets team when they traded. Wasn't he also on the Hawks? He was on the okay. Hawks. He was amazing on the Hawks. That is it mostly his yeah, prime. Yeah. Hawks Nets are yeah, his prime. Yeah. Played for the Heat, got a bag with the Heat. He got a yeah. big bag with the Heat. Yeah. He played decent there. Probably didn't live up to his bag. And then after that he was bouncing around. But yeah. he was still a bucket getter when he was bouncing around though. That's yeah. the thing. He just overall just a great hooper. A couple time all star too. Yeah. I don't feel like enough people talk about these couple no. time all stars that just like do these great things but just since there was a short period of time which i want to i want to make a 
Paul George is going to be one of those guys, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, definitely. He's going to be one of those guys. All-star. People are going to forget about his MVP season. Yeah. Where he was almost. Yeah, almost yeah. MVP. Top three. Yeah, top two. He, top two. I would have put him above he's, Giannis yeah, that year, to be honest with second. you. When he played for the Thunder. He, then when he played for the Pacers, too. People are going to forget him. I, I yeah. feel like people are going to forget him. Yep. And, which is sad because all these players that were going up, people don't start forgetting them. Yeah. And... Closing yeah. thoughts for the episode. I want to bring up one more. All right. One last one. Our goats. I don't think we need to talk much on it. I know we both Michael, have the same one. Jeffrey Jordan. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. Uh, That's the episode. Thank you for tuning in for this two-part episode. I know that it's going to be a little lengthy, but I feel like it's very worth it for what we're talking about. Yeah. We will definitely see about getting some more people on here and – Talking about getting getting some different opinions and some new games to play, and I feel like you guys are definitely used to us by now, and it's time yeah. to bring in yeah some extra opinions. To be honest, all right. So hopefully we'll see you next week. If yeah. not, we'll update you. I'll let you know when the next episode's coming. Thank you for listening. All right. See Bye. you guys later. Bye.